Hi, welcome back to Motivated Minutes with Meg. Today we're going to talk about a topic that is very interesting to me, being a woman who is 43 years old and I have a lot of friends and a lot of clients who are in their early to mid 40s and are experiencing things that are common with women in this age. But they're not, it's not impossible and it's not something that we have to fear. Um, And that is how our metabolism can slow down and hormones can shift and things can kind of change um, when you you reach a certain age as a woman, particularly in your 40s. And um, a lot of women, you know, go through premenopause symptoms, um, any anywhere between any time during this decade, really, it's common. Um, And that means that our periods will fluctuate and change. we could skip periods, we could have hot flashes, we could have hormone imbalances, which cause a whole host of things. But the one thing that we really can do to help hormones and to help us during this time is to focus on um, eating a metabolically healthy diet and also creating lifestyle habits that support a healthy metabolism. Um, Our bodies are going to be affected by the choices that we make every day. And so it's really important to approach our wellness with this mindset of being proactive. Um, You know, we don't want to wait until there's something really, really wrong. We want to create a lifestyle to where we don't have to have anxiety and we don't really have to worry about feeling terrible and then doing something about it, we can really create this um, lifestyle where we are supported. And if you're struggling with this, if you're struggling with weight gain, low energy, hot flashes, um, a lot of these things are very common. And so hopefully the things we're going to talk about today are strategies that you can implement so that if you are in your 40s and you're a woman, you can start to feel better. Um, So the first thing that I want to talk about is a balanced diet. Um, You want to consume a variety of nutrient-dense foods, um, including lean proteins, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, and healthy fats. We don't want to avoid anything. We want to eat a very balanced, nutrient-rich diet. And so you want to avoid diets that are going to completely eliminate a food group because we need the whole grains for carbohydrates and energy. We need the protein to build lean muscles. We need the fruits and the vegetables for all of their amazing um, nutrition, vitamins, and minerals. Um, We want to eat the rainbow, right? We want to eat lots of colorful fruits and vegetables, and we want to eat healthy fats um, for our brains, for our hormones. That's very important. And so eating a balanced diet is my number one strategy for, um, you know, improving our metabolism as we age. Protein intake is important, and this is a really um, interesting topic because I, as a holistic nutritionist, you can get enough protein on a vegan plant-based diet and you can get quality protein eating animal products if that is what you want. And so what I help my clients do is I help them sort of determine like it's it's a plant-based approach, but then they're adding in things that they want to add in. Um, For example, if you have a soy allergy, it might not be feasible for you to eat vegan 100% of the time. Or if you have... um, you know, uh, an irritable bowel and you're dealing with like gut issues and bloating and gas, you might not want to be able to eat all those beans. You might not be able to eat all those beans. Um, and so you might have to, you know, find a way that works for you. So 
you do need to get protein, bottom line. You need to get quality protein and it needs to be from Whole Foods. And I, I've i been plant-based for many, many years and um, I've had parts of my plant-based journey where I was not 100% vegan because I was having a digestive issue and I actually am one of those people. I cannot eat soy. I'm, I have an allergy to it. So um, you really have to just listen to your body and just be on the journey and figure out like what feels good for you in that season of life. Um, But choose whole foods, choose plant-based, and then sub in, um, you know, whatever you need at any given point in time. I really don't think that there's um, one correct way to eat. Um, But I do believe that when you go for whole food and you're focused on eating plant-based and you are focused on balance um, and you are letting – the idea of like diet culture go and you're just really focusing on nourishing your body. I think that I see in my clients and in myself, we get a lot better results and we're feeling a lot better and we're a lot more nourished when we can come at it from that point. Um, If you are interested in eating more plant-based earlier episodes in the show, um, when I talked to Simnet, uh, Derek Simnet of Simnet Nutrition and um, Dr. B, um, who talks about gut health, they are both um, incredible resources for eating a 100% plant-based diet. And I'm actually going to come out with a couple more episodes of my own um, since I have been eating plant-based and mostly vegan for most of the time for the last 17 years. Um, I have a lot of knowledge in that, but that's not this episode. This episode, we're talking about metabolism. So um, hydration is my next strategy. So we've gone over balanced diet. Protein intake needs to be high. Um, one more thing I do want to say about protein is try to have a little bit of like protein, whether it's plant protein or animal protein, um, with every meal and snack. This is going to help keep you full and satiated and just up that protein level more throughout the day. That's going to fuel your muscles and that's really going to help your metabolism stay running. Um, but hydration. So a lot of us are walking around dehydrated for a lot of different reasons. We don't think about drinking water. We never created a habit for it. I know a lot of the women that I talk to um, really struggle with this. So something that I like to do to remind myself is I like to fill up my water bottles at night. I'll set them on the kitchen counter and I will drink. That's all my water that I need to drink that day. So if I'm making my... Um, Like if I'm making my tea or my shake with water or something like that, my superfood smoothie, I'll add in um, extra water. So I'm even getting more water on top of that. But if I'm leaving, I'm taking a water bottle with me. If I'm going into the office to work, I'm taking a water bottle with me. If I'm going in to fold the laundry in my bedroom, I'm taking a water bottle with me and I'm constantly like drinking that water. Just drink a ton of water. Um, This is going to help your metabolism. It's also going to help with fine lines and wrinkles and keep your skin hydrated. You want to hydrate yourself from the inside out. Um, I really love um, adding a little bit of electrolytes to my water as well because that's going to help me become hydrated on a cellular level. I like adding lemon to my water that adds vitamin C, cucumbers. There's all kinds of things that you can do, but for me, plain water, like just plain water, make sure you're drinking enough of it. I don't, I don't like to drink sparkling water. I know that people who are like, like weaning themselves off of soda, like to drink sparkling water. And a lot of people like bubbly water. My husband likes it. I don't like the taste of it. I don't like it. I like just plain water because that's the natural source of what our body needs most of. Like we could survive without food for any given amount of time. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the time is, um, but I know it's, 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 days it might even be weeks but we cannot survive that long without water so just make sure that you are making drinking enough water priority so that you can hydrate your cells and support your metabolism um so the next 
tip is strength training. We want to make sure that we're using weights in our workouts. You don't have to lift super heavy. In fact, I have um, a great program on the app that I use, and maybe I'll link it below in the show notes, um, where it's it's a combination of bar and strength training. I love it so much. I'll, I'll, I'll actually link the sample below. You can check it out. But what I love about it is she doesn't have you using heavy weights in it. She's having you use like light to moderate. And um, a lot of women got insane results that when we did it together in the group, because we weren't overextending ourselves. We were able to stick with it. And you don't need to use super heavy weights to actually do strength training. And I think a lot of women avoid lifting weights is because they think they have to lift super heavy and they don't want to do that. They have back problems or they have this, they have that. I actually healed my back problems when I started working out um, with weights and using them correctly. So you want to make sure that you're following a program and working with a trainer that knows what they're doing and can customize it for you or a coach who can recommend a specific program for you so that you're not doing something that's like too hard or not in alignment with your goals. For women, I think it's really important to start off light when it comes to strength training and work your way up if that is what works for your body. Um, But you want to be building lean muscle mass. If we're not building lean muscle mass, we're losing lean muscle mass. And it's scientifically shown that like women lose lean muscle mass um, around the age of 35 years old and it decreases every single year after that. So you want to make sure that you are doing all you can to build up that strong lean muscle mass because that's going to help your body burn fat um, more effectively and balance your hormones and help everything when it comes to your metabolism. Um, Cardio is really awesome. (laughs) But you don't have to be jumping around and doing like crazy hit cardio. Walking is an insane form of cardio that will help you so much. I think that walking is completely underrated. You will go for a walk and you're like, oh, well, I didn't work out today. No, that was like a great workout. Like you actually should be walking more. Um, When I was living in New York City, it was part of the lifestyle to walk a lot everywhere. And I was actually, it was when I was first on my weight loss journey. And I know I was in my 20s. I wasn't in my 40s. But um, I have seen this work for my mom. So I know for in fact, like this does work. Um, and it's scientifically proven, but I lost more fat when I was walking more than when I was doing like cardio exercising, like running or hit cardio. Why is this? Well, when we're walking, we are in an aerobic state and our body is better effectively burning fat. And so when you can get out and you can walk, like maybe walk before dinner or walk after dinner, walk in the morning, just add in some more walks, that's really going to help your metabolism. And you're going to be doing something that is super, super effective. Swimming is another one that's great. Um, Jogging, you can cycle if you have a home bike. I love my home bike. It's low impact. Um, So I do a lot of cycling too, not a lot, but a couple times a week. And I just feel like when I do that type of cardio and it's not this crazy jumping hit cardio, my body just feels better. And when our hormones are imbalanced and we're already feeling like the changes of life, whether it be premenopause or your hormones just shifting or you're on your period or whatever it is, all these things that women deal with throughout our lives, having a go-to low-impact form of cardio is going to be so helpful. And pick something that you can stick with and do daily. Um, So I talked about hit a little bit. 
HIIT classes can be very effective, right? It can burn a lot of calories in a short amount of time. However, you need to be careful about not overdoing it and not burning yourself out. If you're already like dealing with adrenal fatigue, you have low energy, um, you have chronic pain, you're having hormone imbalancing issues, I would say HIIT cardio is not what you should be doing. You should be walking. If you're having a day where you feel really great and you're high energy and you really want to like jump around and like feel the joy, go ahead and do like a 20-minute HIIT cardio class. But other than that, I would say walking things like walking, swimming, cycling, where it's like a steady pace and it's low impact would be the better bet for your metabolism when we're talking about, you know, creating a healthy metabolism and a lifestyle around healthy metabolism. Um, Prioritizing your sleep is another thing that is like night and day, (laughs) literally night and day. Your body repairs itself, detoxifies, balances itself at night when you are asleep. So prioritizing getting, I would say eight to nine hours for women in their 40s. If you can get that much sleep, get it. If you're not prioritizing sleep, now is the time. Um, I do like to get up before my children. So I wake up at 5 a.m. and I taught myself how to do that. Um, But I make sure that I go to bed early enough to where I'm getting at least eight hours of sleep. I feel really good getting eight hours if I'm sick or I'm on my period. Um, When I was pregnant, obviously, I got a ton more. And now that I'm in my 40s, Sometimes I do feel like, not like I'm pregnant, but my hormones just feel weird. And so I know that is a sign that I need to go to bed early that night. Um, And maybe I need to skip the 5 a.m. wake up. Maybe I need to wake up at 6. But if I can get to bed early enough and get enough sleep, I'll still try to wake up so I can get in my self-care in the morning before the kids wake up. Um, now that we're talking about kids, let's talk about stress. Stress management is something that is so important. And it's really important if you don't have a meditation practice already to begin one, um, meditating, deep breathing, um, these things are really beneficial for our body and our brains and actually lowering stress in the body helps us overall, especially when it comes to our metabolism, because it's, again, it's all about our hormones. Um, Our hormones affect everything from how we feel to how we burn fat to the energy that we have. We all know that, right? We felt those dips in energy when we're on our period. We felt those dips in energy, um, you know, when we were pregnant. We we felt those dips in energy possibly and weight gain when we were in our 20s and our hormones shifted again from being a teenager to being like, you know, of childbearing age. Like it's just part of our evolution as women. And so when we can know that and and start to educate ourselves on, well, what can we do right now when we're feeling stressed out? Well, deep breathing exercises are very, very, very powerful. So is yoga. So is just sitting there and meditating. I have guided meditations on the body app that I use. I have I have meditations, a t- like a timer with music or rain on the Calm app that I use. Um, I have a special pillow that I sit on. Like I have an area where I do it. Like it's an actual practice in my life. And it's that way because before I had kids, I would meditate at the end of my hour and a half long yoga class. Well, I don't have that I don't have that luxury anymore. I could go to an hour long yoga class when the kids are at school, but I also work full time from home. I also a room mom, I'm volunteering, my kids have sports, like there are things to, to that I have to do. And so I built in a meditative meditative practice at home and it's really helped me lower my stress levels. Um, I also have yoga classes that I can do at home or I'll go to the studio. Again, deep breathing exercises. I actually learned that in theater school. Like they taught us how to do deep breathing exercises to warm up before we went on stage to lower stress, get into our body, get into character, and then go out there and perform. 
And honestly, our body is our instrument. And so if you're tuning and fine-tuning your instrument every single day with things like breath work, meditation, yoga, you're going to feel better and you're going to lower your stress. Stress wreaks havoc on the body. It will lower down, like it lowers our immune system. It slows down our metabolism. um, It lowers our energy. Like nothing good comes of stress. So if we can do something every day to lower our stress, we're going to feel a lot better. Um, And then the last thing I want to talk about is gut health because I feel like gut health is something that gets overlooked when it comes to people talking about metabolism. Um, And there is a there's a connection that the brain and the body have to our gut um, system and our gut health and the microbiome, which are the little bugs that reside within our gut. And so it's really important to understand that we do need to eat enough fiber during the day. Um, We need to include things like chia seeds, fruits and vegetables, all these plant foods that have a lot of fiber. fiber. And that's why I said I help my clients eat a predominantly plant-based diet. And if they want to add in animal protein here and there, absolutely, that's great if that's what works for them that's what they want. However, we need to be getting fiber from these plant foods. They have antioxidants that come from different different things, but like that's why you want to eat a rainbow of vegetables and fruits so that you're getting in all the different nutrients from those colorful things. Um, and the fiber actually feeds our gut biome and our gut biome is what helps regulate hormone, um, metabolism, and every other thing that works in our bodies. So you definitely want to be making sure that you're eating enough fiber, limiting sugars, not doing crash diets, um, and just staying consistent with a healthy lifestyle at the end of the day. It's not a quick fix. Like It's not like you're going to be able to take a pill. I know there are some people that are out there, they, they're, they're maybe doing hormone therapy and things like that. You obviously, you want to talk to your doctor if you are you know struggling and you want to make sure there's not other things going on. But for the average everyday woman who's in her 40s and struggling with a little bit of weight gain, low energy, um, maybe some of these pre-menopause symptoms, I really think that the things that we went over today are real, can really help you. I've seen it help myself. I've seen it help my clients. And um, you just want to kind of create this lifestyle that supports a healthy metabolism. That way you are avoiding these pitfalls that can happen later in life, um, you know, when we're not prioritizing, let's say, building lean muscle and drinking enough water and getting enough sleep. It sounds so simple, but the majority of people are not prioritizing these things. They let themselves get too busy, and I don't want you to miss out on feeling really, really good in your 40s. I want you to feel good going into your 50s and your 60s, and from what I can tell, the healthy lifestyle habits that I started working on when I was in my 20s are absolutely coming into play and helping me with these things that I'm dealing with in my 40s because my body's going through changes again. And hey, it's fine. Like my body's been through changes. You know, we're strong women. We can handle it. But I think it's really good to have a game plan, right? A game plan to feeling healthy and fit in your 40s and knowing that you do have some control and you do have some power over how you're feeling. It's not just like your body's just going to do whatever it's going to do. If you don't have any underlying conditions or diseases, like your your healthy lifestyle choices, even if you do, are really going to help the situation. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope this is what you needed to hear today. Just remember, if you need extra support, you can always reach out to me um, at Meg Wellness. 
this over on Instagram, shoot me a DM and, um, you know, let's talk. Like I, I would love nothing more than to help you feel really good in your body and create a healthy lifestyle. I have a new group coming up. Um, the September sweat squad, it kicks off prep on the first, and then we always start our new fitness challenges on the first Monday of the month. So if you're interested in that, go ahead and send me a DM and we can talk about it. I hope you're having the most amazing day and I'll see you next time. Bye.